tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know what I'm here to do. I'm here to Rawr. join me as always, Xavier Guerrero, and on the ones and two, Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. Wow, great show today, huh? Remember his name that time. That yeah, was, everybody's was crushing it. Everybody's you, crushing how, it. How do you think XG became a thing? Yeah, I named him Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, that's well. That's even worse. Yeah, because yeah, he forgot up. my name. <laughs> shut up, guys. We got a great show for you. We got the boys from uh, Edge of Wonder. They're back in the saddle, dropping hammers of the gods, and we appreciate them coming on. You're going to enjoy the show. Listen, if if you want to do get more into the world of Sweet Sammy T, just go to samtriplee.com. All my videos from all my shows are available there. Tim Fall Hat. Uh, Broken Sin, Conspiracy Social Club, Zero, my spiritual show, free shows there. All my audio is there, too. All my premium content. You just got to go there, click premium content. I have uh, on Rockfin, we have three, four different shows on there. $15 gets you all the shows, all the content. For $15, you get everybody on Rockfin as well. It's not just one show. It's all the shows. Uh, and if you're looking for financial advice, I have one of the best shows on the planet. It's called Cash Daddies. Just go to patreon.com slash cash daddies and check it out. We're proud to announce our new t-shirts are available. Just go to t-shirts.com or click the banner here and bang, look at those t-shirts. We got the, the elongated skull, Grateful Dead shirt is back. And then our two new shirts, your algorithm is lying to you. Or for those who really want to get in their faces, we have conspiracy Conspiracy theories aren't wrong. Your algorithm is li- your algorithm is just lying to you. Both of those only twenty dollar make you holla. Okay, and again, all these wonderful things are available. We'll get into that at the end of the show. Stay around for more breakdown of all the stuff there available for it. Now, if you want to see Sweet Sammy T live, I'm dropping Hammer of the Gods here. Okay, I have a show March. 14th, live at the World Famous Comedy Store, is the biggest show on planet Earth. It is called Cash. Excuse me. It's called Conspiracy. Oh, God. Let me start that. No, here we go. It's called Comedy Chaos. And we got a killer lineup for you. Matt Rife, Jeff Dye, Tony Rock, Jessamay Peluso, Eddie Bravo, and Jonathan Kite. All there available. Heavy hitters galore. Bang, bang, pow. Then I'm going to be in Costa Mesa, March 16th, at the El La Cave comedy lock cave comedy just click the banner and then yuma i'm at crest ultra lounge march 24th and then on 25th i'm doing a private in vegas for a large breasted only fans woman uh, on saturday the 18th march 18th i'm doing stand-up at the true earth equinox virtual summit it's online a bunch of truthers will be there crow 77 david avocado wolf amanda volheim sean hibbler hibbler heil hibbler high impact flicks bro sanchez you can get tickets at te 
mms.live and make sure you select my name when you buy tickets so I can get the credit, you know. Uh, but check out his T E M M S dot live for tickets, schedules, speakers, lists, details, and hope. So it's um September. Excuse me. It is March 18th. At I, I see my schedule. I'm at 6 30. PM Pacific Standard Time. I'll be doing stand up. So uh, again, just go to T E M M S dot live. Pick my name if you could and join me. I'm gonna be doing uh half an hour, make you holler, talk about flat earth and demons and and butt stuff and all that amazing stuff that you really like. So uh go check that out. And then Toronto, I'm gonna be there in April. Go down a little bit, and that's it. I got more dates coming. The weirdo tour is in full fact. I've decided I'm gonna shoot my special either at the end of April or early May. So I'm just looking for a location to do weirdo. And so it's going to be great. I don't know if it's going to be a half an hour, going to be an hour. It's, I'm going to see how I feel. So, yeah, new new special about to be. I'm ready to dump some stuff. It's time to get rid of it. So, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Just dump it. Well, I've been telling you forever. It's I, like I have to force myself to write new shit. But I love you guys very much. I hope you guys enjoy the show with the boys from Edge of Wonder. Enjoy. We go deep, homeboy. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. We're very excited to have him back. It's been a while since we rock and rolled, but he's back. You know him from Edge of Wonder. I'm very excited to have him back on the show. Please welcome Rob Counts. How are you, Rob? I'm good, Sam. How are you, bro? Rob, I feel like I haven't seen you guys forever. Yeah. I mean, are we being shadow banned from each other? Is it possible? Oh, I mean, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, you know, my I had a YouTube channel that had 500,000 subscribers. Yeah. And um, yeah, we got totally banned off of uh, YouTube. And actually, what's crazy is we had no community guideline strikes. We were actually really saying things very carefully. And the morning that the New York Post published the Hunter Biden laptop story, they deleted preemptively deleted a bunch of accounts off of YouTube and my channel was one of them. So luckily I had all of my stuff up on rise.tv, which is kind of where we're, you know, putting all of our stuff and especially our sensitive stuff we put up there cause it's our own platform. Uh, but I've been like really trying to figure this censorship issue out just like you, you know, and like, what do you do? And it's, uh, yeah, it's a hard nut to crack. It, it is a hard nut to crack. Like we were just all talking before someone is uploading Tim Fall Hat like episodes. Yeah. It's not us. Yeah. It's really not Actually, us. I know you, you don't know, think it, it's not dude, us. Dude, we were we be. had a bunch of really um sensitive Whoa. stuff. We had a bunch of really sensitive stuff up on Rise TV and um somebody was uploading it to YouTube and that's how we ended up getting a bunch of heat was somebody randomly uploaded some of our stuff that was like really sensitive. It was about like you know, human trafficking. And, and because somebody else was uploading that stuff, we ended up getting a lot of heat for it. And I was like, man, that's not even supposed to be on there. You know, I wonder if that's why our channel's still so heavily censored because of this it, other it, guy uploading stuff. Could be. Yeah. It could be. And I'm not mad at this person. Cause I would love to have a presence yeah. of the show on YouTube. Cause I know he's going to take this and upload it. I'm not mad at you. I'm just wondering if, if us playing the ball with YouTube, which pisses people off, but 
if us playing ball and not trying to put up all this craziness and putting on plays that want it, like uh, like Rockfin and Rumble and Odyssey, which I love, I love Odyssey. I, I think it's a mm. great channel. I mean, a great platform. I can't get any views on there at all. <laughs> and it's, it takes a lot to upload there, but because I love what they're doing, them and right. Sovereign, which you know. I love all those shit. I don't get any views on there, but I keep uploading because I love what Ben Swan's doing with his sovereign media. So if you guys go check that out, I think the problem is, and we say it all the time, is that to get the average person to go there, you just can't have heavy, dense like uh, uh, news and, and and conspiracy. And right. You got to have cat videos, twerking videos, <laughs> prank videos. You know, that's what gets, that's what fills in the blanks. And Odyssey is doing that more than the other places are. You know, I love Rockfin. I, I work with them in a capacity. I've talked to them. It's like, you got to start getting the cat video people over here. But they don't want to do it because they want to be mostly. But, they, but that's if, for them to do. That's not a negative. It's that bite size stuff, though, but, that viral stuff. To keep but if you're a cat person, why would you leave YouTube? I wouldn't you say what leave I mean. YouTube. What Just, I would do is yeah. fill in the blanks, right? Yeah, so, sticky, though. That's what they call it in, in, in uh, journalism. They call it sticky content, stuff that just kind of keeps people kind of yeah. hit, hits the brain, you know, like over and over again. That's what you need. Here's some black nobility stuff, and then here's some cats <laughs> playing with yarn. Yeah, sugar, sugar with the Look medicine. Look at this chick too, twerking huh? her butt in front of grandma. You know, it's See, like we could use that a little bit on rock for a little bit. You know, twerking. I wonder if someone was twerking and they had black on one cheek and nobility on the other, if they'd get censored. We're gonna Brother, have to, I used I think, to have a video yeah. series about that twerk. <laughs> it was called Twerking in Politics, and I, I took a, a picture from the 1800s, and where it would allow me to do his voice, and I would take twerking videos and with a little bubble on the side i would have this picture from the 1800s of a guy giving the news while this girl tweaked and uh, twerked in the background and the youtube's like no that's mean i'm like well i can't i can't even play naked yoga of course and uh, i saw a dude i saw a video the other day of somebody supposedly doing physical therapy they were completely naked and youtube had no problem with it completely naked woman with her like her whole asshole and everything yeah right? yeah and it was uh it had like uh five million that's views. crazy <laughs> yeah five million views well it's like that's there's my whole... kids on youtube yeah that's the whole like... thing rob it's like if there was a a rule for everybody i would follow it but literally my whole instagram yeah. has been showing the hypocrisy of instagram because a lot of my my reaction videos i'm not even talking it's just me making faces to this video that I know if I had said this stuff, they would call me a racist. But the fact that, let's say, an Asian singing about being Asian and saying the, the worst things about Asians, which is this video, and me just going, what? Just doing that. That's why creators hate Instagram and YouTube and other services, because they're not transparent with the rules. You know, you, you don't know yeah. what you did half the time. Well, it's, it's, it's based off of whoever's feeling offended that week. In yeah. Instagram, right? Or Facebook. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way to describe it because why, why is one thing over another? I mean, and there's so many sensitive people on Instagram and TikTok. You post one thing and people are right down your throat right away. I mean, I'm sure, Sam, with those 5 million views you got, there was a bunch of people just like, they just come in just to hate. And a ton of them are bots a lot of times. We had one video that went viral on uh, Instagram. And um, I think there was like 400 
comments I had to delete because they were, you could, you went to their, if you went into their account, it had like five people, but they were saying really nasty things on there. It was yep. like, didn't make any sense. On Instagram, if you come on my, on my account and leave a super nasty comment, I go to your channel, I go to your page. And if you're private, I know that's how they're astroturfing. And I know mm -hmm. there's people hit me up. Well, I don't. I, I'm not an astroturf, and I'm private. Well, then you're not playing the game correct because because on Twitter they could fake bots. You can't do that on Instagram. Do you think that's yeah. playing the game though? Because a lot of people just don't want to share their uh, photos. You know, their their kids and stuff. Well, I, I'm sorry. Then you make a private account, and then you don't go talk shit on someone else's account. Yeah, like I've been thinking about yeah, making it nice. dirty. Just be nice. That's a good I, I'm trying to make a private account just for my kids because I'm seeing all my friends post pictures of. They're friends. I mean, they're kids, and I'm not doing that. It makes me sad because I love my children so much. I would like to share it with the right people. But I just know I opened it up. I got fucking pieces of shits out there saying nasty stuff about my kids, which you would say anything about me, but I don't know when yeah, it became no. cool to go after people's kids. This is the thing is like, what what has social media like done to people? The fact that if if they were standing in front of you, it's a very, very doubtful. They'd be saying things the way that they are, you know, like this is what, this is what's happening. And, and it's, it's actually pretty sad because like, do people understand that like karma is a thing? Yeah. I mean, that stuff comes back to you. You, you do have to be responsible for it. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. Sometimes I get really nasty on Twitter because I feel like I'm battling the forces of evils. But even right. that of evil, but even then I go, am, am I, what am I doing right there? I'm calling this guy fuckhead. You know, it's like, what am I? <laughs> I'm kind of adding to it, even though I'm passionate. Like these people want to take away guns and they're just lying with numbers. You know, this guy today is like, look at these countries and all their school shooting. And they're either like, it's like South Africa, <laughs> uh, uh, Mexico. You mean the place riddled with crime well, right now? Yeah. Because they don't you know. It's funny. Um, the place that has the most guns, like per person, you know what place that is, right? America. It's not America. No, where is it? No, Switzerland. What's, what's in Switzerland? WEF, yeah. uh, the UN. Military services. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, most of, yeah, most of their, their military, uh, I mean, that's why is there, you know, Switzerland has kind of been this area where it stayed out of everything for the longest time. And yet why are they getting heat for being like, everybody has guns there. It's crazy. You're totally right. And that's the, that's what I was telling to this guy. Now I want to get into what you want to talk about, but I was telling this guy, why don't you get into all the FBI connections? So many of these shooters have, where not only did they not act on all the tips that these kids were acting up, but they actually sat back and allowed it to happen. These are the convenient things being left out of all these kind of, uh, all the all these like anti gun push, you know, whether you're talking about like and then this is a weird obviously suicide super sad, right? And and I don't want to dismiss suicide because I know it's such a tragic thing. But the question is, these people commit suicide if they didn't have a gun, would it be something else? And I my answer is I believe so. Okay. Of course so. Of course it would. Right? Yeah, so of course. And then the other one, and, and this is a weird argument, but it is a legit argument because the anti gun people never address this, which is 
gang shootings. Like how many of these school shootings are gang shootings and how many of these, these gun violence are gang violence and not to dismiss gangs or who's in those gangs as not being people. But for some reason, the, the, the woke left that likes to cite school shootings totally ignores who's doing these shootings because it doesn't fit into their narrative. Right. Well, yes, but also even crazier than that potentially is why like if we were to look at the data of whether these guns that actually were responsible for the crimes were the legal or the illegal guns i guarantee you they would be the illegal guns almost every single time what is the percentage of those that are actually the legal guns out there i mean we're talking about if 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 everyone was was gun restricted if the second amendment was taken away would that really change all of these people getting illegal guns? Really think about it. Would it? I mean, Mexico. I mean, L- LA just had a buyback. I think it was two hundred bucks in gift cards for a gun. Who's doing that? Yeah. Well, I sat there. I was like, "Who's literally going to give up their gun?" That they paid shitty, more. Hi- shitty high points, you know. That's well, it, somebody really. was talking about France. You're like, "Oh, really? France is what you're going to say?" The city that every weekend they have pr- giant protests and that I've talked to women from France and they're like, you can't walk down the street without getting harassed yeah. by uh, new immigration that's there. And again, that's nothing against immigrant because this is all, I mean, if you really watch Dude, what's going on, yeah. they're, they're trying to change the demographics of Europe. This is forced immigration, weaponized immigration on purpose they're trying to flip these things and then eventually they'll flip it again that's kind of what they do rob what do you want to say no i i just i i mean the the stuff going on in, in france all over europe right now is is crazy i mean you know again it's like why can't we talk about it and this is actually the premise of every single show i ever come out with or that i'm working on is like why is it why why is it so hard to talk about whatever it is, weird stuff, um, stuff going on in politics? I don't care what it is, but we should at least be able to talk it through and share opinions on it. You don't have to listen. You don't have to watch my podcast if you don't like it. Don't. It's fine. No one's asking that. You know what I mean? But at least let people talk about things and talk through things. We should, you know, I mean, kudos to Elon Musk, like whatever people out there think about him, him allowing Twitter to be the town square. It's a big deal, you know? We should yeah. have a we should have a place that people can talk this stuff out, even if it's even if it's crappy because it's social media, you know. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like social media itself has such dark origins to it, but <laughs> it does. Get, it really does. But I want yeah. Rob. I want to get into what you want to talk about I mean, real quick, Rob. Before the show, we always love the guests to tell us a little, you know. And obviously, you've been on the show many times. But for those who might be new or didn't catch your past episodes, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where our listeners can find you? Sure. Yeah. Actually, I just started a new show. Uh, the show's pretty cool. I think you'll you'll like it, Sam. It's called Metaphysical. It's a metaphysical podcast, and uh, basically had about eighty thousand new followers over the last month. You can find us um, on you know YouTube, Spotify, um, our Instagram channel, Metaphysical Show. Uh, we're putting clips up there almost every day of like really cool stuff that we're talking about. I do that show with a guy named John Vivanco, who is a good friend of mine. And he actually was a trained remote viewer, if you can believe that. Now the CIA and like, or one of these three letter agencies or, uh, you know, a cocktail of these three letter agencies, they developed remote viewing, um, over the last like 50 years, which was a way for them to obtain information 
um, about things that they had no information on. Like how do they get leads on stuff like terrorism or whatever it is? Well, they developed remote viewing and John's been doing that for a number of years. And um, we talk about like him and I have phone conversations all the time. And we just said one day, Hey, you know, it'd be really cool if people could hear these conversations. Cause we talk about the wildest stuff, you know, just cause I'm researching stuff all the time. And he has a team of remote viewers that are looking at this stuff, trying to get data on some of these mysteries that no one knows. And so we just kind of, you know, teamed up and we've been pumping out uh, content on all kinds of cool things. Like we had a, you know, a show on the moon. We had a show on, uh, you know, this idea of like staircases that go nowhere that these uh, like parks police are, are reporting to show up in the middle of a national park. And we're trying to figure this stuff out and just have a good time. That's, that's not related to politics because I just feel like everyone's getting dragged down by this stuff and, and, and entertainment's got to come back at some point. Like, what is this stuff? Let's talk about it. You know, I agree. Rob, your, your presentation is so good, bro. Look at like, Oh, thanks. Your guys' website is so nice, bro. It is so nice. It is a great website. And it's like, I think you're what they, they're afraid of, whoever they may be. It's like, well, you know, my background is in, um, my background is actually in like in branding and creative direction. Like I was a, just a graphic designer and then I was doing all kinds of research on stuff and I started combining my design with the research that I was doing because when you're doing branding, actually most of branding for a company is researching the market and understanding what's going on so that you can create visuals that people want. Right. So translating that over into um, like researching some of life's greatest mysteries is actually not as far of a stretch as you think, because you're in research all the time anyway, if you're doing creative direction and branding. So I just kind of, started and I was like, wow, this, this is really interesting. And I couldn't stop. I was like, once you start going down some of these rabbit holes, I mean, and you start visualizing some of this stuff, you, you kind of can't stop. And then it just, it kind of spiraled out of control into, you know, what is rise.tv and man, we just, to be honest, like some days I wake up, I mean, it's really hard what we're doing because yeah, of censorship and it's not yeah. easy. Yeah. But some days I wake up and I'm like, this is my job. Cool this is gig. awesome. It's <laughs> you a know? cool gig. Like, you know, I, yeah. I want to get in. I want to ask you something real quick. Like, you know, yeah. obviously this show, ha- we we chose to leave YouTube. Yeah. We chose to leave because we knew that it was coming. And it's like, a- as a comedian, uh, if you're not on YouTube, you are, you're fucked. You're just fucked, man. And so I need to keep a presence on there because unfortunately that is Main Street. But your your website is so shiny and so nice and such a great presentation. It really pops. Has it has it really hurt you guys leaving YouTube? Big time. Are you kidding? So like you know, I mean, we had five hundred thousand subscribers on you. We we're reaching people, dude. I I'm from like a, a kind of a small city in Rhode Island, the smallest state in the country. When things were at its craziest on YouTube. I would walk down the street. As soon as I got to a main road, people would slam on their brakes and be like, edge of wonder, baby. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Like, cause you know, it's my hometown. Right. right? And right. I'm like, no one watches me here. Like, no. Right. And just getting like, that was like, really actually, I, I'm not even sure I like that very much, but what the hell it is, what it is. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, I think, I think it's affected us a tremendous amount. Like, and that's actually in a way that's what keeps me going 
because the way I look at it is if, if with all of this censorship against me, I can figure this problem out because that's what it is. It is a problem. If I can figure this problem out, I'm invincible. I can do anything, literally anything. Like nothing can scare me anymore because you just tried to censor me and I, I worked it all out and I got back on top again. And of course, you know, a part of that is strategy, being careful about what you're doing, what you're saying. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to hurt anyone yeah. ever, right? Like quite the contrary, actually. I just want people to use their heads and think through things and stop listening to talking heads who claim to be experts on stuff when it's just their opinion most of the time. You know, I'm, dude, I'm in the marketing world. I can tell you for a fact that a bunch of those marketers out there are telling you a very specific story based on very limited data that they want you to see. It's not, it's not necessarily the truth. It's the story they're telling that gets you to buy something. Right. I agree. Dude, look at the origins of PR. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Edward Bernays, like all of this stuff, like, it was developed specifically to control all of the industries that we consume now. Yeah, you know, I can totally agree, man. All right, guys, I want to tell you about our good friends at Factor, the America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. All right, power up for springtime with Factor. Get nutritious, chef-prepared meals delivered straight to your door, leaving you time and energy to tackle everything on your to-do list, okay? Look and feel your best in time for warmer weather with calorie-smart meals around 550 calories or less. Too busy to cook? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip chopping, preparing, and cleaning up too. Factor fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Factor has delicious flavor-packed meals to help you live your life to the fullest. Choose keto, vegan, plus veggie, calorie smart, and protein plus options on the menu each week. Prepared by chefs and approved dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. With 34 chef-prepared, dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Enjoy meals for any time of day with breakfast options like egg bites, smoothies, and more. Plus, replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons. Want to cut back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. Put the time and money you save towards planning activities for when the weather warms up. Eating vegan or veggie is a snap with Factor because each meal is prepared by chefs and approved dietitians. You know that your Factor meal has all of the ingredients you want and nothing else. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan plus veggie meals each week. Give Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simple, simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. So here's what I need you guys to do. Head to factormeals.com slash tinfoil50 and use the code tinfoil50 to get 50% off your first box. That's code tinfoil50 at factormeals.com slash tinfoil50. 50 to get 50% off your first box. Eat fresh, simple, easy with Factor ready to eat meal kit. I, I just also remember saying, I think you guys were like the first of the masters of thumbnails as well. Like, you guys <laughs> nailed thumbnails. But you brought up something really interesting, and these guys laughed at it. 
But I, uh, in between shows, because we just got done uh, interviewing Whitney Webb, but, you know, I was talking about how, like, and it kind of relates to what you just said, how I want to sell some more tickets without anybody knowing who I am. And, like, I really, like, for a guy in comedy to not want people to know who they are is, like, kind of like a death blow to your career. But What do you mean by that, though? Like, I, I mean- don't want to be on anybody's radar. Yeah, but, I mean, you have to be on the radar. You mean you want to be known by the people who really like you and nobody else is what yeah, you're Yeah, basically, I just want that. Like, I want to be underground as fuck with everybody just like the those who know, know, and those don't know, don't need to know. And I just don't want to show up on anybody's Would radar. Would you say kind of like, like the way I see like Eddie Bravo famous? The only people that know Eddie Bravo are people that are in jujitsu and they love jujitsu and they see him like a god. Other, yeah. than that, other than that, he walks through the airport like. Yeah, he Game gets fun, it up. Yeah. He gets it up once in a while. And that's what I want. And like, that, yeah, that's, I don't want Joe Rogan where every two feet I have to take a picture. And I love taking pictures with the fans. I'm just telling you that. Like, I don't think Bill Burr. I'm with you. Bill Burr can go anywhere without maybe in L.A. because there's this kind of rule. Have you noticed this? Like, if you see a famous person, the whole we all agree not to say anything. Like, this is a place of that. And maybe New York City's like that. I I do that. And I lived in New York City for like seven years. And, you know, I saw like Christopher Lee on the street, um, a bunch of different people. And uh, like Katie Holmes, I used to bump into all the time. And I would just, she would look at me and she'd be like, is he going to say anything? And I was like, I'm not saying anything to you. Yeah. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah. I want that. But like on a smaller level where people like, I think that's a guy, but I'm not going to say anything. But I mean, I I couldn't. I mean, I'm sure. I, I when I used to go out with Rogan on the road, I mean, you would just he, every two feet picture, picture. And this was even before his 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 podcast got to where he really was. Like, right. So it's like I, that's what I want. I just want to be able to pay, you know, take care of my family, but not be on the radar. Of these people, I don't think it's ever going to be possible. But that's really what what I would like. Um, so, Rob, let's get into what you want to talk about here because I, I sure. love this. We don't get a lot of these classics that we get into. It's like always weird shit, but I really love what you want to do. And, like, it's very interesting because you're talking about the uh, the origins of Stranger Thing you want to get into, which I was on a CW and we kind of broke it down, the Montauk Project. And I found it yeah. super interesting. And this is where, like, a lot of... Um, the you know we asked Whitney Webb and she, I'm like have you gotten into the occult of anything? She's like that's not really my focus. I, I'm open minded to it. She said uh, maybe down the line she'll start doing that. But for me, like the occult and the supernatural and, and all of that, which comes from like I think the spiritual point of view is the best explanation of why they're doing what they're doing, mm. and it gets into like. What like where we live and how special this place is. So you want to let's get into a little bit of Montauk Project. Tell me your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think a lot of people don't really understand how either well researched the Duffer Brothers are, or like that they've been given actual intelligence of some sort. Because you okay, I mean, there's been a couple of things historically that I've researched where I've been like, okay, this is straight out of a book, right? Like Indiana Jones um, uh, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. That was almost literally the the book, um, The Spear of Destiny by Trevor Ravenscroft. I'm not sure if you've ever read that, mm. but that is a very fascinating book. And actually on Rise TV, we have a, man, 
we have a series called the relics of power, which are basically all of these relics that Hitler was after during, during world war two. And the picture that it paints is shocking. I mean, people, I think people thought like, uh, Oh, the, the Nuremberg's trials kind of like ended that whole thing. And they, they did not talk about what was really going on at all in world war two, which was, all of the bizarre occult stuff that Hitler was going into and he was after, it's more like a Marvel movie than it is actually like a sociopolitical thing. You know, I tell, I have a show with a guy and I got to get you and Ben on it. Uh, it, it. It's with my good friend who I love all with all my heart, Brian Callen. He doesn't believe any of this. And all I do is go, dude, this is a cult ritual. I think it goes all the way back to fallen angels to, to Moloch, uh, well, you know. it, but the thing is, is like, it doesn't matter if he believes that or not, if the crazy ass people on the other side of it do believe that <laughs> that's what, that's, what's so weird about this is like, you know, okay, look, look, just to pull out for a second, this whole Sam Smith thing on the Grammys, right? Like everyone was talking about that where you, you probably brought that up in your shows a few times. Did yeah, you not? Yeah, 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 absolutely. yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Was that actually them just being like satanic buttheads or was it more likely that that was a psychological operation to get a bunch of right-wing people out there to comment on it and and to like be angry about it and then to attack them in the media, which looks like probably more likely than anything. Yeah. I, I think you're totally right, man. I think you're totally right. And, and what I find very funny is like, it makes me think there's also levels to this shit because uh, Sam Smith if he was really like in the know, right? Really in the know, he would know that the guy that they worship doesn't have two horns, isn't a fat guy in a red suit <laughs> running around looking like the the, the Kool Aid Man. You know, what I'm saying so. Like it, it's almost like he's he's looking like an idiot in front of the people that know because but, at the dinner. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that's scared. Like he to me, he we know what he's trying to do. But I think there's levels to this shit, and he just looks like an idiot to the people who really do this thing. That because for me, it's like, and I don't know if you've ever talked to Ian Ferguson from White uh, White Lotus of Light. I mean, dude, you guys would probably hit it off really well. He's got this great channel, super small. I'm trying to help it blow up because I think his research is great. But he's getting into Molochians versus Luciferians versus the light so it's super interesting and like to me like sam smith is just like a big idiot to everybody the christians and then also the people at the highest levels who worship a a a, a bull god called moloch so that that to me is just makes me laugh when i saw him do it because you look like a drunk mom going to her teenage (laughs) daughter's halloween party trying to dress like a fat satan so like that's my what what are your thoughts on all that i mean yeah, I, th- I think right now a lot of it is being used just to attack people. I think I do think that this stuff is in play. Like we would be silly to think it's not in play. Why do why do secret societies exist? There's a bunch of secret societies out there historically. Right. You can research this stuff that like, dude, Aleister Crowley was the biggest weirdo on the planet. Everybody was talking about that guy. He was researching and involved in the occult more than almost anyone at the time. He was on a Beatles album. Like the guy is still worshipped all over yep. Hollywood. He he was the one that appropriated the as above, so below BS or 100%. whatever. Right. 
Yeah, it's like, so uh, don't tell me the occult doesn't exist. Of course, like you guys are like, people are involved in it all the time. Like, look at Eyes Wide Shut with Stanley Kubrick. I mean, why did, uh, you know, like, why would he come out with that? That that was one of the, literally, I was talking about this uh, the other day on a live, like Stanley Kubrick was probably the smartest director who's ever lived. He had like an absurdly high IQ. He was telling stories within stories within stories within his movies because he got bored making movies, but that was his job. So I, I, I'm more likely to believe that, that he saw some stuff and he, 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 eyes wide shut was his way of telling these stories than I am to think that that stuff just doesn't happen or it doesn't exist. Like, of course it, ha I mean, there's been multiple people coming out, whistleblowers coming out about this. And a lot of them are no longer here. What does that tell you? Yeah. It was, it's no coincidence that that was his last film. I think, I mean, that's no the coincidence of, yeah, when you're on the way out, you start telling truths, you know, you or, see that. or cause you know, a big thing that people, uh, in, in our community will say the conspiracy community or the truth or community, whatever you want to call it. Um, we, we refuse to admit some people change, some people grow, some people are in and become disillusioned with it and realize they don't want to be in anymore. That happens all the time, you know, and sometimes they try to leave and they get off. You see it happen all the time. If they, I think you get off for two reasons. One, if you try to throw people in jail, that seems to be it. And if you were like a product of this occult push and at some point you're like, I don't want to do this anymore and you go off on your own, they don't like that. It's more like when I, hap that happens to artists more. Yeah, well, I think that happens yeah. to a lot of people. I mean, if you have inside information, you out somebody. I, I, I think it only matters when, when their offboarding from that stuff threatens other people still involved. Um, look, at, look at David Bowie, for instance. That guy got, I, I, I guarantee, I know people who know him. That guy got himself out somehow. And he turned into a, like a beautiful human being, actually. But not everyone, not everyone does that. Not everyone can go that way. I mean, look at what David Bowie, David Bowie was like Ziggy Stardust. I mean, yeah. <laughs> those days, he even said to my friend who knew him well, I'm really glad you didn't know me during that time. It's amazing. It's super yeah. interesting because... Um, I remember Madonna was talking about how she was like, she what? didn't get out by the way. No, but she was talking about how she was like, you know, I just realized that once you sell your soul, it's impossible to get it back. That's not even true though. That's just the BS that they tell you yeah. because look, dude, there are about 400 million people that have denounced communism in China. And, and the CCP is, is terrified of this. Like what is communism, but like, and I'm sorry for those of you out there, you can research this yourself. I've done heaps, like my entire twenties were researching this. Like they, they are doing organ harvesting to Falun Gong practitioners in China right now, still like the, what they're doing, the persecutions that they have in China right now, they're, they, they have been the craziest potentially that the world has ever seen and no one knows about it. Right. And communism, if you go back into the roots of where communism came from, we're, we're looking at an occult mess. We're at an occult mess that was, I mean, look, uh, what, it, 
we're looking in the, in the black book of communism, 94 million people that have passed away because of communism that have gotten killed, murdered because of communism. That's not, that's just what people know. Yeah. That's not even, that's not even like the great famine, which all of those numbers were hidden by now at the time that could have been another 200 million people that passed away, you know, and I this, think, this is like crazy stuff. I think uh, COVID is their attempt to, try to save their their economy because all these old people and there's not enough young people to take care of the old people because of their one child policy so you put old people lock them in for weeks into their into their apartments and they can't survive and you're i mean like that's a big part of this country too like we had so many old people and they were just giving them fucking remdesivir and offing these people, yeah. but if you get if you ever have Susan get a chance to talk to author Susan Bradford, uh, she's been on our our show multiple times, and she's done a real deep dive into the black nobility and the Chinese yeah. uh, elites, and mm. how the black nobility went there <laughs> to kind of tell them either you play ball with us. Or we're going to take out and they're going, why would we play ball with you? You should be playing ball with us because we'll just eliminate you because the elites of China were into dark occult magic. And a lot of the occult magic, that's where it came from, China. And her her whole uh, belief is that at, at its base, Confucianism is the early, early part of communism. If you get into the occult of Confucianism... And what and how it was brought over here, and then you get into how well, they yeah they used they used Confucianism to try to appropriate it. But what they did to anyone who was Confucian or Taoist or Buddhist was, hey, why don't you you know why don't you give us a little bit of your feedback, and then everyone who gave feedback they just wiped out, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 and you know, I see one of the things you want to talk about is psychological operations. And uh, cult nonsense. I, I I'm totally into that right now. Uh, the yeah. the Daily Show is getting different hosts to try to find who yeah, yeah. Who, who they want. And they had this that whole in- debacle with Trevor Noah and stuff. Hilarious. Well, I, uh, he was uh, get your bingo cards out. Uh, he was brought in to destroy that that brand. The, they, you remember they were talking about how John Stewart was so powerful, people were going there for their news and not watching the nightly news. So they brought in Trevor Noah and Dana, uh, who loves leftist comedy for the longest time. She was. We were watching him because our friend Al Magical was on at the time, so we wanted to support him. Uh, and we would watch his first two appearances, and he bombed. Well, you said leftist com- comedy was the key word there. That was the missing part. It's just leftist. There was there was nothing yeah. funny about well, Trevor Noah's daily. But, show. But, totally but, agree. But, but John Stewart, even though now oh, today Stewart, I, yeah. I, I'm I'm not a fan of what he's doing. He he's right. I guess a broken clock's right twice a day, and he's getting some things right. But he's off on a lot of stuff, gun violence, off, yeah. all this yeah, stuff. B- Bill Maher is like this too. Yeah, Bill yeah, Maher yeah. is like that. He's, I mean, he's he's. It's funny. Uh, he's changed on a lot of issues, and then he's just got these like with party politics. He just isn't. He's, he he's can't wrong, come he can't to grips with yeah, it. Like when Russell Brand, who I was talking earlier, that I think he's a limited hangout because he's everywhere right now. But he's really right on his stuff. But I think he's a limited hangout. That guy is. You know, everyone's like, "Oh my god, he had to go to Rumble." You're like, "This is how they create." It's because they can't get rid of him. You have to let them hang out. Like you said, you kind of, kind of can't get rid of them. Well, you, you really can't get rid can't, of them because you want to use them later on. 
Uh, well, and, yeah, I mean, just judging by what he says, I say, you know what I mean? Right, let's see what he says. But but the, the whole point of a limited hangout is that you get these people to say what that group wants to hear, so they follow them, and then when you really need to, you kind of pull the cord, and their job He's, is to yeah. well, herd you into let's other... Let's see. Let's see if that well, happens. Well, that, that's all. I go, oh, oh anybody... Yeah. You know, it's like God. All the time, I get called uh, controlled opposition on this show. I go, "You have no clue the car I drive or where I live." Trust me. Once I move out of my place, I'm gonna show everybody where I lived all these years that you told call me a fucking controlled opposition. I mean, the, I'm gonna show you where it is. You I mean, do, are you gonna do it like like MTV My Cribs? Yeah, welcome to my crib. This is the main <laughs> room, and that was the end of the tour. Thank you guys very much. Thank you guys. That now was get the fuck out. Yeah, get the fuck out. Uh, but but I mean, like you get into like Bill Maher. It's like Bill Maher cannot come to grips with the no. two party system and, and what it is, and he's he's just an old school liberal who's opening up to the possibilities of of you know transgenderism. And all that stuff, but man, so I go back to the the Daily Show. They had this this Indian Asam Minaj, yeah. And listen, I'll tell you, I I know Asam from way back in the day. Really nice kid, really funny. So I get in these places where I have to defend people I know for. I, I wouldn't call us friends. I'd say we we met each other a couple times, but in that time, very charming guy. Did some really great pot. Did some great content on Netflix. Got in trouble for it. So, you know, I get in these places where I have to defend people doing things I just don't agree with. And Anand is, uh, and what's his name? Hassan Minaj. Hassan is that. Like, the gaslighting going on right now, Rob, about yeah. this leak. That, and uh, don't even get me into my, and, and I'm getting in fights with Brian Callen about, about viruses because I'm not a virus guy. Uh, I'm a terrain theorist. And that might be even too deep for you, Rob. But the point is, like, I'm really... Uh, pushing back because this Project Veritas, this this lab leak, all all basically reinforce the thought of a virus. And if you buy into viruses, then you buy into weaponization of viruses, then you buy into vaccines, which they make money on, and then you buy into pandemics, which allow them to steal more power. But that's a different discussion. Well, Go on. I mean, I think the main thing is like the the world we live in are filled with some very organized opportunists. They're, they're opportunists. So when, when something comes along, they'll take advantage of the situation to create and generate revenue and, and line pockets and all of this stuff. Like people really forget sometimes just the simplest thing that you can do is follow the money. Right. Yeah. So really a lot of what people are confused about would be less confusing if they would just follow the money and figure out who's at the top of these things. And there's certain corporations or hedge funds that are at the top of these things, of which I won't mention here, that it's not that hard to track. And they're, they're responsible for leading those corporations into the agendas that are backing this, you know, UN agenda and what the WEF is pushing and all of that stuff. And this is why people are freaking out because people who are seeing it know that there's something up here, something strange is going on and they're leading us in a certain direction. I mean, look, the thing that freaks me out about the WEF or the globalism and stuff like that is it's literally the same strategy that they were playing back when they created the Bavarian Illuminati. What was the number one rule that the Bavarian Illuminati said in their, in their little playbook? It was the abolishment of property. 
That was the number one thing that they were after. And what is it that they're saying now? Oh, uh, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Right. Who hasn't heard that? I mean, why? It's because they, they keep rehashing the same plan to roll out this whatever one world thing that they're trying to do. I don't even, you know, it's a big bag of cats if you ask me. <laughs> I love that saying, big bag of cats. But you're totally right. And because, and, and then this gets into, again, the purpose of that. Why do they want this? Well, it tends to go back to the occult. Because they have all the power, they have all the money. They have all the power, all the money. Why, why, would they, why would they want to depopulate? Why would they want less people generating more money and have more power over them? Because it's this Malachian depopulation, transhuman, transhumanism to me is even more occult about them not wanting to face their, their karma and wanting to stay here in this realm, which we're not meant to stay here. We're not meant to stay here. We're meant to come here, learn learn our karma, and get the fuck out, and then come back again until we get it right. That's my opinion. But you're you're completely and utterly right about that. That like the the, the no property and all that shit is like super crazy. But going back to the the again the the the, the Daily Show, he's like going, yeah, it's from a leak. So what? Who cares? Who cares? So yeah, what? yeah, they were attacking that for the last like two, two years. That's straight, everything. Right? Of course, you yeah. weaponized denial. You had weaponized <laughs> right. denial. You took away people's livelihoods because they were simply stating something that was more than obvious because they all knew about either two hundred one or the uh the the spar simulation uh, um project so i mean that's why it's a big deal i know this kid he's too smart to it's just like how much is that paycheck dude for you to lick the boots of your oppressor yeah how much it's gotta be a gazillion bazillion dollars i i think it's a lot less than that to to get people to sell out I just don't get because this kid's so uh, hey, well. That, that's that's the whole thing, though, and 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 that's why there's an argument for there being just as I mean, there's being much, just as much interference from from money as there could be from from others. I mean, look, if if this is sort of like one of these black ops military organizations, you know, a lot of this stuff is is people only get certain directions of what to do. They don't necessarily know why they're being told to do something that they're doing. Right. Because it's all the, whatever. I mean, it's all this big plan that certain people have. Right. What's, what's weird is it looks like now, you know, a lot of people have this like argument. Oh, you know, um, what's worse, capitalism or communism, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, it's the same thing now. It's weaponized capitalism to create like a globalization, which is the same thing somehow. How did that happen? How did, how did, how did we go from everyone in these corporations being like, we're here to make money. Let's make more money. Everything we do is to make more money for our shareholders. So all of a sudden it being a race for who's fast and who's first in the agendas that they're trying to push. That's all agenda now. Right. You're, I mean, I, I, I don't understand how people don't see that. I, do I, I don't either because that? it's this dude. What is so crazy about this? And even on Twitter is like, how are how are you? How did it go from 
liberals being the smart ones to now conservatives are the ones that are like, I'm not into go. No one was into the government in the past. No one is. If you talk to some of those like people like liberals, whatever that are really crazy about like backing certain agendas and stuff, they're the first to say that they don't trust anything. The progressives, the progressives are the cuckoo. The old liberals are more like libertarians. And then you agreed conservatives agreed. You know, agreed totally. But it's like what like something strange happened. You and you can see this like something strange happened after Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder was the last comedy. (laughs) That is so funny. That is so funny. Tropic Thunder is the fucking moment. It's the high watermark of culture. It was was the cutoff line between normal people and whatever just happened. I don't know. What year was that? What year did that movie come out? No, you know 2008, I think. Hey, guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Mood. Xavier, what are your thoughts? Whether you're new to cannabis or an old pro, there's no denying that many of the products on the market seem iffy at best. And when you want to relax, iffy isn't the best way you want to feel. Mood puts an end to guessing games. It's 100% federally legal. Delta 8 and Delta 9 THC, you can have shipped straight to you. No doctors, no waiting, just affordable legal THC. Uh, they ship me everything. They ship me uh, some strawberry cheesecake, some Delta 8, uh, some vapes, some concentrates. I got the whole works. Thank you to them. Uh, it made me feel great. Hello, Mood. What type of mood else do you want? Uh, mood offers federally legal forms of THC extracted from hemp plants all of their products are regularly third-party tested in drug enforced agencies, registered labs, sourced from a small family, and grown organically. Uh, there are different ways you can try this. Obviously, vaping, THC concentrates. And uh, if you're ready for a good mood without the guessing, or your THC products from Mood today, uh, go to mellowmood.com today for 20% off. Use your promo code TINFOLHAT, and you will get 20% off, off your order and free gummies. Thank you, Xavier. So go check out hellomood.com. Get your bingo cards out, but it, it, it's like what what the Unabomber and what Malcolm X said, that the rich white liberal is the most dangerous animal out there. And you just see it happening right now. And this, the Daily Show just pushing this ridiculous gaslighting going on. And these people are just like... Like I was, I was talking about this, Rob. Like I, you, I don't know if you actually lived in Hollywood, but you might have lived in New York, so... New York is very very similar to L.A. in that you have, uh, you know, this Me Too movement, which was finding microaggressions of sexual harassment and male toxicity in everything. And nobody was questioning it. Someone would complain and they would just everyone would run around like the sky is falling, calling them brave and and all this stuff, making accusations with zero uh, evidence and and just destroying people's lives. And at the same time, these people are all in therapy, uh, dealing with trauma, mostly from their childhood, if not sexual trauma. And these same Me Too childhood trauma people are pushing this sexual lives of children and these all ages drag shows as like this higher form of thinking when it is a directly goes against how they live their own lives. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's like all of the, like, I mean, dude, yeah, you, you, you're really hitting on, on it here. It's, it's, 
if there is not a clarity in people's thinking here, they're, they're trying to, they're backing things based off of some political notions that they have without thinking through things. And I, and, and it's, it's destroying themselves and everything around them. Like people just need to be able to use their heads again to be able to see some of this stuff. And they're not willing to do it because, because the division that's pushed out there is you know, we're not our enemies against one another. We should be trying to pull together and having these conversations to figure out the truth rather than it just being a, oh, you don't like this one thing. That's my cutoff. And now you're just trash as a person and I can't acknowledge you as a human being anymore. Like we keep going that direction and all of this is just going to get destroyed. It's ridiculous. I completely it's agree. Like, I can. Pl- and you know, it's like people like Matt Walsh, I've like, I love a lot of the stuff he says, but this all or nothing bullshit. No, no, no. Yeah, that, that's not, that's never, ha- that is the, di- that is the difference between our parents' generation and ours. They wouldn't agree with anything. They might even tell you that what they think about it, but you could talk about it together. Just, and, and they would not throw you out. They would not throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. You know, there you was know? definitely some like stuff that we, we fully accept right now, like, you know, like, uh, you know, being people had to be in the closet, interracial dating. And like, I'm being, I'm being honest with you. Most people don't care about no trans stuff. They really don't care. It's like most people have been to drag shows and been like, dude, that's super entertaining, right? That's super entertaining, super talented, very fun. Most people have been to drag shows. I wouldn't say that. Well, I mean, the, those that have gone, right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, there's For always sure. yeah, yeah. been drag shows, and they were always in, like, this kind of thing that I talked about last night on my Rockfin channel, which was, you know, it's like, I started comedy in the 90s when everybody wanted to be Seinfeld. And I was yeah. being me, which was like literally a, a, who I am, a sex-addicted drug addict. And I would talk about it on stage. And I, I got the perks of doing it and that people enjoyed the honesty. And then I wasn't allowed to perform in certain places because I was just too raw and real. But now I look at what's going on in comedy. Like you have all this dirty, dirty stuff being corporate now. And it's like, that's not fun. That's not fun. You're not brave. You're not taking chances. <laughs> it's, it's like, again, what people say about S- Sam Smith. It's like, there's nothing brave about that. When Jamba Juice is sponsoring you as a looking like a fat sausage with horns. Okay. There's nothing brave about that. There's nothing like the outlaw shit was fun because it was outlawed. And I mean, and to bring it, and it was cool when we got to debunk shit. Not debunk shit, but when they sent me that same, that sh- uh, the Shame Smith or whatever, I was like, there's nothing to debunk here. There's nothing, yeah. There's nothing, there's nothing. Oh, yeah, I, that's a great point, too. You're like, yeah, it's pretty obvious what's going yeah, on. Yeah, what are like, you saying? You're not even for? hiding it. Yeah, you're not hiding it, and you're, you're, we already know who you're pissing off. It, like, Isaac Wassup, he's like, what am I going to do my job here for? <laughs> yeah, my work here is done. Yeah. Just <laughs> fucking hitchhikes out of town. It's been that way with comedy, too, right? <laughs> Where the jokes are just, are, I mean, how can you make it any more silly than Biden already is, you know. What I mean, the 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 jokes just—he's the joke, you know. Yeah, what I mean? he's he is the, punch the joke, and everyone's like, uh, "Yeah." I mean, it's just ridiculous. Uh, it's just crazy. That, what talk. worries me the most, though, I, I mean, it's concerning, is is this idea of people not talking because then it becomes impossible for anyone to change if if you're not willing. You know, people aren't willing yeah. to sit down together and exchange ideas. It's, I mean, we, we get siloed like like they've done on social media. That's happening in real life now. And and I just don't. I mean, we're just all going to be stuck in our ruts and 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 at war. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, like, the notion that anybody knows who God is, like, I, I, I really hate doing this because we have so many Christian listeners and Muslim listeners and <coughs> Jewish listeners. So, man, whatever you do, whatever you do that makes you a better person and your, your, your religion and all that stuff, you should do that. But this notion that, like, you should judge people before God judges people, just, I don't understand it. I just do yeah, it's, not. It's the number one rule of what you're not supposed to do right it's just, there. It's so it's like, weird. We're to not me. judges. <laughs> it's just weird to me. Right. I just yeah. don't like, like when Alex Stein had on Blair white and everyone's just going off on Blair white. And it's just like, she's agreeing with everything you're saying. When people show like a church and it's a trans church and people are like, Oh my God, these trans are they're Christian. I go, what, isn't that what you want? You want people to connect with God, and and if they're gonna live their life, they're gonna live their life. Like, I, I just don't understand. I, like, outside of like or uh, hurting people, in particular children, why do you care what people do in the, their own homes? Why? Like, well, like when you get mad, you're you're when it comes down to the kids. That's when you get mad. That's yeah. when you're like, yo, that's not cool. Everything else, you're like, I don't give a fuck. I do whatever you want. Like, I don't give home, a fuck. As long as you're not hurting people. That's why I get any thoughts on that, Rob? Well, I mean, I just think, you know, it, it, what I just, it comes back to the same thing we were just talking about, which is why are we not allowed to talk through things anymore? It's like, that's what's infuriating to me. And, and also like people, there's so many messed up, like, okay, the, the, this is a little bit off topic, kind of, but it's Welcome along the to same Tim lines. Hat. Like, <laughs> what's that? Welcome to Tim Fall Hat. Yeah, bingo. That should right, be the right, name right. of a podcast. Well, the, this is a little off topic. You know, like a couple months ago, Graham Hancock releases Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix, right? Who gets upset? The entire media starts attacking him, starts attacking Netflix, wants Netflix to pull it down. And Graham Hancock's like, dude, I'm just providing an alternative look at stuff that these archaeologists are not allowing you to look at. Why aren't they allowing you to look at it? I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that there are narratives out there that they don't like or their particular work that they've worked their whole lives on is being threatened by him coming out with these new theories. So they're protecting that. But yep. but this yep. Yep. introduces a major problem to the entire scientific method, which is if your ego is involved, it doesn't work. And your egos are involved. Guaranteed they're involved. They've been involved for hundreds of years and it's keeping things from progressing. Why the hell do I not have a hoverboard, Sam? Yeah. I want my hoverboard. I, totally I was promised it in you. the 80s. It's not here. Right. I Do you agree. think that they don't have that technology out there somewhere or that it could have been like actually like we could have come to these conclusions? I'm, I'm, I'm making a joke here, but but the point is like Tesla had figured out zero point energy in the 1900s before J.P. Morgan cut him off, you know, and all of that technology actually was what they were using to run some of these projects that we were talking about before when we brought up the Montauk project, like the Montauk project, this thing called the Phoenix project, the Philadelphia experiment, um, harp, like all of that stuff came from Tesla and no one is able to even talk about it, but there are, you know, physicists out there that have talked about, they were talking about it a whole lot in the nineties, the stuff that they were doing and the things that they were worried about. And even in the 90s, some of these physicists who are well-known, they had like 
Nobel Peace Prize nominee people were talking about how when they were 13 years old, they were they were like um, they were able to push like certain frequencies into people's minds and and they could hear a voice in their head. In the 90s, we were talking about this, right? And then everyone's like, oh, the Montauk Project, that's crazy. That never happened. The whole point of the Montauk Project and why it was on Long Island was because they had this SAGE radar from, from World War II that they were using. And the SAGE radar could get in the millions of hertz where they were, they were actually experimenting with the SAGE radar and what they could do with it. And you talk to people in, in, in Montauk and Long Island, I'll tell you what. They tell you some very strange stories about what was going on at that time. You know, like birds falling out of the sky, kids accumulating and actually standing in a position together. And then all of a sudden, like leaving, there were like weird beasts that were like, like just washing up on shore. And, you know, it's like, why are we so afraid to talk about this? I don't get it. I don't care if it's real. Just let us talk about it. You know, you know, what happened? It's so fun. I was on Rogan talking about this. The, I, I, the, and the general, the real reason, they just don't want you to know how special we are and how powerful we are. And they want You're to think this is 100% true. right. Yeah. They want us to just to think we're all just specks of shit on a rock hurling through space. The, the craziest thing I found from my research, it, this is 100% where I'm at, is that the the biggest piece of technology on the entire planet Earth is the human body, and they don't want you to know it. And so science is just barreling forward when if people would go inside, the stuff that they would figure out and realize goes way beyond what's going on here, like light years beyond. Yeah. And the reason they're slow rolling this stuff out is because they're trying to figure out how they can cash checks at mm-hmm. each thing, so they'll they'll roll it out so slow. I mean, by all estimates of of science fiction writers, Rob's right. We should be on hoverboards right now. <laughs> we should be going around, Absolutely. flying uh, in planes, and do all this. But they ha- they're just trying to cash checks. Why? And this is and this is my whole thing about the space program is like, why is the shuttle almost exactly the same? Why are planes almost exactly the same? Exactly the same. Why are cars almost exactly the same? (laughs) The same thing. Yeah. The the biggest innovation in cars we've had. Four doors and four tires. Yeah. I was watching a video the other day. I mean, and and you can find this. We did a a whole series on the big oil industrial complex and everything that happened. In the 1840s, they had electric cars. 1840s, they had electric cars. It was the entire PR operation to get everyone to start using gas that caused them to stop using cars and then to, and then to, to get us into the position that we are now. Crazy. Dangerous, dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. The most dangerous show. So interesting. So I'm, I'm also a little bit suspicious too of Netflix kind of uh, promotional stuff. It's like, you you know, we've discussed this with Saturday Night Live. That's their whole thing is like, say something, do something edgy, and then walk, run around like everybody's fucking head is fucking It's possible that Netflix has become desperate because we've talked about how they... Saturday Night Live is desperate. Why would Netflix be desperate? Why wouldn't they be desperate? They're losing a lot of cash. Yeah, yeah. But you know what's so funny, Rob, is like, this is a great example of everything we've kind of talked about. I saw somebody's tweet and, and they were totally right. Like, 
you see these weird, like, uh, just uh, snapshots of all these, like, advances in robot technology. They're soon going to have robot dogs that can shoot lasers. It's coming. And then you go, and you know, and they show you, they show you actually film of our our military, and they're still using shovels to fucking dig holes. <laughs> and they're still in these Hummers that fucking quote unquote, uh, like uh, tribal people can put explosives and, and destroy everybody. It's like there's a lot of psyop going on with all of this. Yeah. They want you to think that, and, and this is why I want to get in with you because, you know, I, I don't know if I talked about this before on the show, but there's also this kind of. Someone brought this up to me, this belief that Project the PSYOP of Project Blue Beam isn't the laser light show they're going to do, but Project Blue Beam itself, meaning that the because they, again, going back to limited hangouts, they want to control mm-hmm. everything. So they want you to think that they're the ones projecting the disclosure when in reality it could be actual real disclosure and they're they're just trying to make us the the thing to dismiss it. you know you know what's crazy is <clears throat> if if god came down on a cloud right now there would be a gigantic discussion on the internet whether or not it was real like yeah. you'd never know yeah. Like there would be arguments, people like flogging one another in the streets. Like it would be crazy. Like you'd never know. People would be accusing it of being AI, you know, like they, no one would know, like no one would know. There'd be a bunch of people believed it right away. There'd be a bunch of people completely against it. How would you ever tell? That's the state that we're, this is the society we live in. What, what, I mean, what it's would impossible you think, to know. What would you think if I showed you a video? Oh my God, Sam! I got this video of Jesus or or, or God landing. I don't think I wouldn't believe it either. I'd be yeah, like, it's some CGI. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, especially if it's a video. But I mean, I, even if you saw it with your own eyes, now I think you'd have to question your eyes. <clears throat> yeah, and I and I think this is why people need to start using their heads a lot more, is because, you know, the, those you know, of course the discussion is important. You don't want to be taken advantage of, but like with every single thing that goes on right now, there is. Tr- truth and then there's whatever you're seeing is happening right and and there there are two different things like the like the entire i mean uh, how, how is it like I, I saw this video like a couple of weeks ago where where elon musk is talking and he's like well you know uh if if there were aliens i would have seen them i haven't seen anything and i'm out there of course i would see them blah 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 and it's like okay sure i get that that this is what your pitch is right I'm sorry. You're going to discount every single person. Like think about the mathematical probability of that many people coming out and saying that they've had some experience they can't explain or that they've seen something that they can't explain. And you're going to, we're going to say that this just doesn't exist, that there's not like, I don't know what's going on, but something's going on. Something is. I I couldn't agree more. It's weird. I, I, there's something going on and there's the, you know, there's just too many people who've seen too many things and, you know, Elon Musk, I mean, how, how, how plugged in can you get? Is there any more plugged in than Elon Musk at all? I mean, everything he does literally involves EMF, the brain stuff, everything he does. He's always in big cities 
And, and I, I know it sounds crazy, but I think all of that leads to like making it really hard for you to see what what's going on because the I mean we've had people come on talking about how you know elders of of Native American tribes say they can't do any kind of astral projection anymore because of all the EMF in the in the sky, and I think that's all being done on purpose. And what what his whole Skylink thing is, or whatever he's calling it. That that I saw a story this week that it was ruining uh, uh, space telescope shots and telescope like terrestrial telescopes. The Starlink satellites are ruining their imagery. I think that's all being done. That's nonsense. That is that is them trying to get rid of Elon Musk and Starlink because that's they're they're on that kick right now. Yeah, it does I mean, seem all that of way. these people complaining. You know, you've, I'm sure you guys have joked about this. All these people complaining about Elon Musk are, you know, getting they're they're done on Twitter and then they get into their Tesla and drive away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It well, is, it does I'm gonna seem- tell you that I think that a lot of this, 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 there is this movement to gain credibility in brands. I mean, again, on the last episode, Whitney, we talked about there's not a lot of Elon Musk story that is 100% accurate. There's a lot of fuzzy math and, and little manipulation. Who of gets the there, though, without that? I mean, Well, of course. The question mm-hmm. is, how do you get there? And, like, can somebody at that level who's so dialed into government contracts really go off the reservation? If the EU is telling you you won't be able to have Twitter here and you just spent 48 billion dollars on it like are you going to not play a little ball with the eu and have to do a certain amount of censorship now it's i'm going to tell you i love twitter more than any of the other social medias i I mean mean, outside of the naked chicks on instagram there's i would rather be on uh twitter tiktok did that when trump was going to do them they switched some shit around so that it would seem like china wasn't getting the data around and they played ball for a little bit, even though they're back in the fucking, they're bad on getting banned. But you have to at one point. Yeah, I mean, that's the point. He has to play ball or else to. you could be, you know, you could take your, your, your you, you can take your kickball and go home. Now you just got a $48 billion kickball. Yeah. You have to, you have to play ball at some point. And, like, I mean, TikTok's going to have to play ball. If not, they're going to be banned. Rob, do you have all your accounts back on Twitter? No, I lost. I lost. Like, my, my account, my at Rob Counts account got completely deleted. It wasn't just, like, uh, it was terminated entirely. It's gone. Yeah, it's gone. I cannot get it back. All these people are getting their, yeah. their uh, Twitters back. I can't get Sam Tripoli back. They mm. And I keep, keep Sam Tripoli 420 damn. Someone out there smoking weed, acting like me. You're rude. You're rude. You're rude. Um, yeah, that, no, somebody did that. Somebody did that to Sam. me too. Yeah, that's just how it goes. Oh, here it is, dude. Free thinker. Eleven people. Congratulations. <laughs> um, Eleven people following you. I'm super happy for. You. Um, <laughs> so, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all that if you had registered that one time just as a backup and forgotten about it too. You think uh, it's possible. possible. Yeah. Um. So, Rob, uh, I live in Hollywood. We all live in Hollywood. We are now entering Oscar season, and yeah. which is hilarious uh, that you're celebrating a, a dying medium as you slowly try to kill well, did, it. Yeah, did you watch the Chris Rock special on Netflix the other night, the first live they did? I, I haven't seen it, no. 
I, I don't watch a lot of stand-up because I want to work freely. I read that he but... decimated Will Smith oh, and his it, family. I, I, I it was that. great. It was great. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. I think everyone's happy for him, too. Yeah. He, he came out winning. I think he's winning yeah. out of the whole situation. He did it He did it really in a really calculated way that was also like, he's really smart. He, he was also simultaneously kind of self-deprecating in a, in a really interesting way. And then towards the end, he just went straight after Jada Pinkett, which is kind of the source of you know, that whole thing. So it was, it was, it was worth a watch. Even if it's, you just fast forward to the end and just watch that part. <laughs> well, she is, uh, she is de- desperately the, you know, the epitome of Medusa. Like she she's eats, a puppet master. She sure. eats men's souls. I mean, I mean, the, the whole story that I got about, you know, her sleeping with her son's friend and then bringing Will Smith on her podcast just to tell him and he starts breaking down is like awful. Like I just I felt awful after hearing that, you know. But isn't that the type of men the society wants? People, guys like Will Smith. A buck broken? Yeah. Yeah. Like imagine your girlfriend like, hey, let's have an interview on how I fucked this other dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it's just very weird. Like everything is kind of out of whack right now. And, you know, it's just like, I'm watching like, you know, it's it's weird, man. Poor kids. Yeah. I mean, those poor, those kids were already shish kebab as it was. (laughs) I I mean, mean, sure. I mean, they're just weird as shit. They had no chance. I mean, coming from those two, no chance. I mean, your, your mother's a closeted lesbian. Your father's a closeted gay man and you're rich as shit. And you're trying to identify with a, a culture that comes from poverty, right? Yeah. Like, it's like got to shish kebab your brain. It's got to shish kebab your brain. The, the, to be rich and while at the same time trying to identify with racism and, and, and poverty. And here you are. You're here. I mean, it's, it, it's just nuts, man. It's just nuts. But, I mean... To me, I just find it so crazy that they're still having Oscars. I mean, like, I mean, too. How many movies have failed? We haven't. We haven't even talked about this yet. But the whole thing is like, why? Why don't we just stop watching these fools for real? It so much of Hollywood is this part of this like bizarre agenda that everyone has to consume now. They are completely irrelevant. Like, if you are not clear that Hollywood is irrelevant after watching the Grammys and watching Madonna, uh, you know, all of that stuff, like, they are so irrelevant. They're out there on their own planets. They're out to lunch. They, I don't even get what's going on anymore. I'm like, this isn't even, like, in the 90s, it was kind of fun, right? Like, it was wonderful. What? Yeah, watching Jim Carrey get up there and crack everyone up and whatever, and look at what happened. Look at what's happened to him. You know, I mean, it's like the guy. Like these people get more and more out of their mind, and you know, I mean, gosh, like, you know, it, people. There's so much evidence of this, right? But why are when you look at musicians and the stuff that they say, of course, like everybody, like there's this culture in Hollywood of, you know, having a, a, a stage name. Right. But then if you listen to some of these interviews where people are talking about their altars and how they're showing up on stage and something is taking a hold of them, you know, like you've got, you've got guys or people like Beyonce who has, she was quoted as saying like, uh, you know, regarding her altar, Sasha Fierce, I have someone else that takes over 
when it's time for me to work and when I'm on stage, this alter ego that I've created that kind of protects me and who I really am. Yeah. Like this is, this is all over Hollywood. And, and, you know, we're talking about this occult stuff and I mean, isn't, isn't it weird that this stuff is so prominent over there? Right. And it's, it's not just her. I mean, we're talking about multiple different stars that have these things that do these things, you know, like Nicki Minaj, this, Roman Zolansky person that she talks about. She said that there's some crazy boy named Roman inside of her who says things she'd never say. She asks him to leave, but he won't. She says that he was conceived of uh, rage and is violent. And and then she said people conjured him up. Now he won't leave. Yeah, that's like okay. That's bizarre crap. That's like selling your soul. I mean, Katy Perry blatantly talked about it in a video. No, so did Dave Grohl in that Rolling Stone article uh, from not too long before Taylor Hawkins. That he talked about how he, he was like, dude, I, you know, I did this ritual, you know, where I like burned some stuff to Satan or whatever. And now I'm like, did I? He was joking, but he was like, did I? Did I sell my soul? You know. Yeah, but then two of his cast, two of his band members died. Yeah. I mean, that's some yeah. weird ass shit, dude. That's weird. Why is no one talking about this? Do you think they see it as like a joke? In a weird way. Well, I think I think at the minimum Maybe. they want us. Like the Sam, there's a part of the Sam's why I think he's just a big idiot that both sides are laughing at. Uh, is is I, the, he did that to get people to talk about it? Like, but do you, do you, do you think to them it's a joke? Like as an artist, we're like, hey, we want you to be parag. Uh, like we want to just like piss people off. You're gonna do this. I'm sure there's. And they the go in there as a joke, and the next thing you know, you're like, oh, now you're in. Oh, you mean. <laughs> The ritual they do as a joke, and now they're in. Yeah, as in, like, you ask me, like, hey, dude, you're a rapper. We're trying to piss people off. We're trying to get you to do this. You do it, and then you're in. I mean, it's possible, but I think think they do it seriously in a desperate attempt to... I mean, because you saw Rihanna at at the end of the Super Bowl. She does this, but they don't televise it. Yeah. No, right. That's true. And, what, and, and what is that? What it, does that mean? And then if you look at all the symbolism and, you know, Jay-Z's videos and stuff, it's like these people are on a kick. Like they're on a, I mean, you've seen that, that video of Jay-Z rapping in Maria Abramovic's uh, yeah. like yeah. art studio or whatever. Yeah. And she like puts her head up to his and they're just like, like, what were they doing? Like that whole thing is like, they're very out of touch. I don't know. Ah, I don't know what else to say. Boy, that's true. They're in touch with the well, not elites with regular people, yeah. And, and what you have right. to do to get to access to power. Do you think? I don't. I do. I do not think though that they come to you and say, "Hey, do you want to sell your soul?" I don't. I definitely don't think that they approach. Um, no, like I don't that. think they say it like that, but they infer it. They imply. Well, yeah. well, look, yeah, they look there, there's so many interviews of people or like rap artists and stuff that were about to get famous and they had all of these contracts lined up with all of these different companies and all they had to do was this one thing. And if they That's, did that yeah. thing, you know, this like couch casting stuff, if they did that yeah. thing, they would get all of that stuff. And if they didn't, all of it would get wiped out. Right. So I think there is something there. And, you know, just for people at home who are listening to this and think, oh, this is like crazy talk, what you were talking about, you can go research this yourself, but look at the father of rock and roll, Robert Johnson, yeah. who was really the first case of this where all of this stuff comes. 
And this is like, there's so much culture in Hollywood of the crossroads like theme where you sell your soul to the devil. That was highways 49 and, uh, and 61. And, and I think it was Clarksdale. Was that Mississippi or Mississippi? Yeah. And, um, a lot of people think that happened in Rosedale, but it was, it was actually Clarksdale. And, you know, he was a blues singer in Mississippi. Everybody knew this guy was awful. They couldn't even stand listening to him. He goes to the, he basically disappears for a little while, goes to the crossroads. He sells his soul and he, and apparently, allegedly he sells his soul in exchange for great performing abilities, comes back and he's knocking it, he, he basically, people would listen to him play the guitar and it sounded like multiple people playing at the same time. That's freaky. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. 100%. Someone goes from nothing to exploding. Yeah. Then you get in, uh, into the, all the blood sacrifice. And, How, can I clarify too what I meant earlier by, I don't you think they, they come on. They, I don't think the come on is like that. I think once you have to, once you're in deep. That's when you know you get the proposal. Once you're out, you've, you've I think they yeah. It's like once a drug you've gone deal, to a certain I mean? place, maybe it's like one, once you're kind of on the teat, you know, of fame and fortune, then that's yeah, when I mean, they, they're you not get to going come up on. to all the crazy people on Hollywood Boulevard asking them to sell. Well, no, no, but I mean, not even just talented people. I think once <laughs> that you you kind of they 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 I, I I don't doubt that they recruit people and and scout. And then once they see that somebody has like the right qualities to be compromised in that way, then I think maybe they. No, I totally. Well, then what? What are those qualities though? The qualities are honestly talent. exactly what someone like Courtney Love or Jim Carrey has, which is this this desire to be super famous, yeah. like Iggy Azalea. Like she was, she was going everywhere trying to get famous, and then all of a sudden she explodes, right? I'm not saying this is definitely this way. I'm just saying it's like this is the common characteristic is people really wanting to be famous, wanting that life. And they're they're It's easy. They're easy targets for someone who has a contract that they're waving around that they want you to do certain things in order for you to do that. Dude, when we're talking about selling your soul, it may not just be like, oh, you're selling your soul and blah, blah, blah. It could be like, no, you have to do de like really deviated things in order to get the contract, like sleep with this really old guy in Hollywood or whatever it is. Like, yeah. that's also the same thing because yeah. you're doing something that goes against but stuff. Your, your fibers, exactly you know, yeah, we're, we're in L.A. I think I think people will kill people to go famous. Well, I think I think there's also something about you will allow people to be killed as a blood sacrifice for... Oh, like a family member? We're like, yeah, hey, uh, you want you care about. Kanye West? We go back to Kanye West and his mom. It fucks him up. He thinks it's his fault. Well, yeah. I mean, I, listen, everybody here has somebody in their life that passed away. But it's just right. like, there's just always like this weird kind of story with these super famous people. Do you remember when Larry... Who was the Johnson was calling out Megan the Stallion before she blew up? Well, yeah. He, before she got huge, he's like, Oh, you let them kill your mother. She bah, bah, bah. I'm like, you let her kill your mother. Look at that. And then bang, she just blew the fuck up. And then she's doing Hillary Clinton's show, Megan the Stallion, which is like a, a weird name. Yeah. You're that's a uh, a stallion is a male. Like all of this plays into all this and like johnny you're totally right i mean like they don't just go up to anybody i think there's two kind of things you either got to be already connected in sort of like a 
a family way, like your parents were famous in politics or in something, or, or uh, three actually, famous already in terms you want to get to even higher levels of your career, uh, two, you're, you're super talented. Like I, I, I'm convinced that's what Nickelodeon and Disney, that's what their jobs are, is to like mine through, just sift through the fucking pile till they find a Britney Spears, a Justin Timberlake, a uh, Justin uh, Bieber, a Justin, all those guys. Yeah, uh, and, and these people don't necessarily need to be ta- like that talented. There's no like there is no limit to the talent that's out there, right? So it really has to be those things. Because yeah, like, we, look, we the Beatles that. were not very talented. Whoa, they kind of Johnny! Whoa! Easy. Whoa. <laughs> but if there's anything no, we've real. learned from American Idol, though, is that a lot the of Beatles were a marketing. They were all that was was them figuring out how to market gigantic bands. Well, it's also they that it. they they had a lot of. A, Johnny, we're losing Johnny Ama- right Amazing now. songs, yeah. Uh, but they also <laughs> had a lot of occult symbolism in what they were doing. But, but okay, but why were the songs amazing? The songs were amazing because you heard them nine million times. I didn't and grow up. I, 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 didn't hear, I haven't heard them a million times. The I, only, I sought them out. The, I Listen, the only pushback I have on that is that when you watch that, that series where they have to make the album right there, and you're watching his real oh, time. I mean, they're right. The no, anthology, they, uh, well, not for the anthology, sure. The, uh, like, the Peter Jackson thing. Yeah. yeah. Get back or. Get back. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Man, they, that was good. So I, I think they. Now, the question is were they as good as. as That's what I'm saying. How big they got. That's questionable. That's what I mean. Who, who could ever be that good? I mean, because the, they, they were the biggest band in the yeah, world for so, a decade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. Changed, it changed, it, in a way, it changed everything in the entire music industry in a very specific way. And if you start digging into that, it's interesting. No, I, mean, I, I think it is. And, like, again, there's a lot of weirdness involved with that band as well. Deaths, you know, um, I mean, who knows? I mean, people die, obviously, but... It's possible it cost John Lennon his life trying to get away from all that stuff. It's possible. And and look at what Lennon was saying. Look at what Lennon was saying when that all happened. That's really weird. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. And then also, it's like, if we get into whether cloning's real or body doubles are real, if, you know, people... So I was just in Minneapolis, and... Tino Sanchez, which if you ever listen to the show and you see Tino, please let him know you saw him on the show. It really gets his nipples hard. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they know me from the show. Hey, I'm Tino Sanchez. I was on the show. <laughs> he does it every time. But he went and saw the uh, Paisley Field or whatever it's called. The that Strawberry uh, Field? No, it's where it was uh, Prince's place. Oh, oh Paisley Park. Yeah. Paisley Park. And the the the... The taxi driver or the Uber driver over there was saying that they killed off off Prince because he was trying to teach everybody how to run their own their own business without corporate money. So the Lizzos and all these people, how they could be their own boss. And super interesting, right? I mean, it's super interesting. I don't want you to do that. I mean, it goes back to all these rappers who get off. Once they try to go off the reservation, that's when you tend to get off. I mean, Louis C.K., look at all the stuff he was doing before he got canceled. Yeah. And, we, and everybody knew that stuff for decades. 
decades people knew that Louis C.K. had a weird jerk-off fetish. But why then? Well, because he started creating his own sitcoms, his own specials, all this stuff on, on his website. And they saved that, all that stuff. So Bill, when you Bill Cosby, up. whatever you want to say about him, he was trying to buy NBC. Oh, I didn't know that. This is why we need to stop watching Hollywood and just create our own crap and support one another. Network. I mean, your website is that, I mean, it's going to happen. It's just like as soon as people can figure out a way to make high quality movies, I mean, I mean the money's right leaving. Here's the beauty of what's going on the money is leaving big movies. The days of seeing huge megastars, like even the Rocks movies aren't selling what they used to be, right? Even the Marvel yeah, well, now you're seeing yeah. is uh, slow. Yeah, they're they're, they're falling down. So, yeah. so what's going to happen is... I mean, Cocaine Cowboy did great. Cocaine Bear? Yeah, Cocaine Bear. Well, I mean, great yeah. is 20 mil. That, at, but at for that type of, of movie, what? though, but for that type of movie where it's kind of like a, a funny sitcom, I, well, I mean, a, a funny comedy. That's good for a comedy, but yeah. we're talking like... No, I mean, the, Tom Cruise saved the movie industry, honestly. For a year. Yeah. For, well, Dude, I mean, he gave Tom it a reprieve. Done too. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. They, they, but you have to understand, they let that happen. They I think they had to let yeah. they had to let that happen because they and if you study that movie because I, I watched Top Gun one again before I went to see it. Then I watched Top Gun two the next day. Every that movie was Star Wars and New Hope wrapped up in Top Gun two. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was brilliantly done brilliantly done it was the same exact movie as top gun one but it was star wars a new hope and it had every single thing that an 80 movies had in order to be successful and that's why it, it was so like amazing right it's literally how they destroyed the death star exactly how they destroyed the death star there was no difference actually very little difference Oh, it's so hilarious. And then Is it because they're not creative enough? Did, 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 do you think they just knew it was going to work and we need something to work? Let's make it work again? Or what do you think? Well, I, well, I, shit, I mean, they did it? that with Star Wars. They uh, The Force Awakens was A New Hope again. I mean, they've already, there's, so that's a, they, that's yeah, a proven dude, model. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. It's, uh, it's a disaster man. right now. But except for, the, except for the Mandalorian. Actually, it's a disaster. The only thing that's giving me hope about Star Wars is the fact that John Favreau is yeah. involved trying to save it. Yeah. That's it. Him and Dave Filoni right. are the two guys that yeah. are Dave, trying to him rest and Dave Filoni. from Kathleen Kennedy, who's. But just, you know, here let's yeah, get into Kath it, dude. Though, Rob, what a mess! She's what a destroying mess. that brand. Rob, yeah. what if this destruction is being done on purpose? What if this destruction of institutions are being done on purpose the same way my favorite thing was on the last episode, XG bringing up Mandela Effect to Whitney Webb. That was my favorite thing. That's one of, that's one of the greatest moments in Tim Fall Hat history. I had to. <laughs> okay. It was great. And, and it was a good point, but it was still great having her and her computer brain try to digest what you were trying to say. It was great. But, you know, there's this whole notion that part of the Mandela Effect and part of the Re redefining of these classic characters is so that you know older generations and younger generations don't have the same information. Well, if you destroy these major studios and now you have everybody making their own products, which is great for capitalism, right? But it's also kind of changing that none of us are going to have the same information. 
And that will be for the first time in like history, right? Like back in the day, we had the press. The press would, and everyone would read the newspaper and then became television and radio. And I'm fine with that because I, I am in the alternative media. But what if the destruction of classical movies and television is part of this movement to this cultural Marxism they, They're They're not doing it on purpose, yeah, though. I, I think that. that there are things out of their control right now that are happening alongside everything else that's going on, and people are giving them too much credit and energy. The, the fact is that they're, they're simultaneously trying to keep things going while they try to roll out like a fourth industrial revolution, which will actually pile people into big cities and destroy almost everything that they've created. How do you do both of those, right? And not only that, but when we talk about how incredibly easy it is to manipulate a human being, any human being, and how incompetent people are nowadays, there are things slipping through the cracks. Lots of things slipping through the cracks. In fact, the fact that we're still alive and we haven't blown ourselves up yet is evidence that God exists, if there isn't anything. Totally. Don't you think, like with Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy, they thought that was going to work. They think people want, you know, female led, uh, super woke entertainment. They really think, I think they think people like that shit. I think think Kathleen Kennedy does, definitely. And they just put her in charge. Kathleen Kennedy, yes, but she's a a Kennedy. Like, dude, why is she still there? Unless there, she has super connections to keep her in there because no one wants her there. And that could Nobody be. likes that having really her around. Be. She messes everything up that she gets involved in, literally messes everything up. So I think that what they've been trying to do is they're trying to destroy, like they're trying using Hollywood to, to try to destroy certain formed ideas we have about how life should be so that they can control everything. And they're using some of these things like star Wars to do that. And instead of like, when they come out, like who would be bold enough to release a movie and everyone says this movie sucks. And then be like, you're a terrible person for saying this sucks. Like when has that ever been a thing? And it's happening more and more often now. Yeah. More and more often. Like no Ryan Johnson, that was a piece of crap. I'm not saying you can't make a good movie. I'm saying that movie was crap. And, and the it. rewriting of history, that is a famous communist Marxist. 100%. College, Mar- we call it cultural Marxism, which is different than some of the Latin American Marxism that we've seen, which is more economical, but it's 100% true. And again, it gets the demoralization. So I was getting on the Delta, uh, I was getting on a Delta flight from Minneapolis and I'm walking down the like the stairway or the hallway to the plane. What is that called? When you walk the jetway, the, the, run, jet- the runway. Well, it's jet- not the no ru- jetway. Sorry, jetway yeah, is right. it the jet? When you walk down, yeah. it's the when jet- you're boarding, right? Yeah, the yeah, jetway. Yeah. Jetway, and they have all these pictures there. And again, I love everybody, but there wasn't one picture of a straight white guy in any of the pictures. But it did say that it was a safe space. What do you mean? It says safe space. When you walk in the jet boarding, <laughs> oh. it always says it's a safe space. Well, yeah. that's what a safe, safe space, space is. That's a yeah. space with no judging no, white men. Yeah. No judging white men. But there was uh, a gay couple. Don't care. L- 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 love everybody. 
Uh, there, and then it was Latinos, blacks, uh, a white woman. Like That's why I'm pounding on white women in my act, because they abandoned white guys and tried to save themselves. Too late, Karen. So you go through all this stuff, and it's just like that's done on purpose. When you're watching movies or you're watching commercials, and for some reason the best athlete in the commercial is a young girl, that's being done on purpose. When we watch the E-Trade baby commercial and the E-Trade trade baby couple is interracial that's being done on purpose that is uh, that is trying to rewrite right how we think our society should operate and again live and let live i don't care my my point is is that it's being done on purpose you can't just tell me every commercial just somehow falls on interracial couple yeah. that's always a white woman and always a black no, but guy. they're forced. But of course, you know this. But right. they're forced to do that by the ESG scores that the WEF has rolled out because the shareholders, who are largely a couple of really gigantic corporations, dictate what these companies do. And it's gotten to a point where if they don't do those certain specific things, these shareholders who have the majority share will not be happy, and then therefore it will cause financial turmoil within the company. It's very easily controlled by the top. So, so very easily. Uh, big news just came out. I'd love to hear Rob your opinion on this. Uh, sure. Vanguard, which I think is all the 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 black nobility, royal mm -hmm. scumbag lizard people, right? That's why I believe they are because they don't list their individual yeah. uh, biggest shareholders, which I think are the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, and even beyond them. They pulled out of Nezium or whatever it is, which was NZAM, I think it is, or which is the company that, or, or the project that is fueling all of this woke stuff, all this ESG. They pulled their $7 trillion out of it. And everyone's talking about, because all these Southern states, and you can shit on Mississippi, you can shit on Alabama, we can get a discussion about Alabama. <laughs> and what's going on there but all florida all these all these southern are pulling their retirement funds out of blackrock of course and there that are repercussions is for your actions yes and that to me says that we're winning we are actually more than you know there are things going on that they're not even aware of. this is what i'm saying is like they don't even know what's going on one day they're going to wake up and it's all going to be gone and no, they're not going to have anything. And there's going to be a new set of things that people are doing and that people are consuming. And that is the future. And they have no idea. They, I think they're so blinded by trying to control things and moving in the direction that they're moving that they don't see that there's something new that's happening. And that people are, there's way more of us. I agree. And I also believe, Rob, that just like the best and the best example of this is Hillary Clinton, but I think you can also apply this to Klaus Schwab, is that they're surrounded by yes people that aren't letting them know what's really happening on a main street level, which is their brand's dead. I think, I think Bill Gates' whole job is to be an actor, and oh, yeah. he's forced to dance this dance, even though... His brand is completely dead. I mean, he can't post anything without getting his dick kicked in or making it so you can't comment. So I, they are winning. And that's why I say I'll always do the show as long as I think there's hope. Uh, 
But I, I think they're getting their dicks kicked in. And I just think, like, if you could throw a party with all of us together, think about how hard it is to get to wrangle all those cats. Just a birthday party of your adult friends. Not even talking kids party. Adult friends. Now you're going to do that with the world? Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah, the, uh, the thing that's keeping them together is money. It's the money. Like, you can hire teams to work for a certain goal, right? That's that's it. That's why it's very important to follow the money when within any of these conversations to try to figure out what's actually going on and 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 where where it's happening from. You have to because that that it's money controls armies. Armies get stuff done, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. It's like the fr- fractional reserve banking if it wasn't so evil would be is the most brilliant thing ever. You can print all this money and bribe everybody. And then at some point, you're going to crash it all. And all that fake funny money could be gone. Just yeah. gone. Gone. And mm. you, you're, you, you're the smart. You loan out money. Now, now they don't even need to have a dollar to loan out $10. Give out a loan to somebody that's never going to be able to pay it off. They buy a house. You fucking falter. Bang, you take back a real asset. It is the most brilliant. It's Babylonian money magic. And magic yeah. is the most important part of that because you're creating something out of nothing. You know, you know it's funny that, that you just brought up Babylon. What was the number one rule when, when um, after Noah landed his ship after the flood? What? <laughs> God said to him, uh, have, your, have the people spread out and not, not accumulate in one area. And the first thing they did was Babylon. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I told you not to hang out with each other. Move it around. But also, like, if you get into the story of Jesus, and you know I love me some Jesus. Love Jesus. I I, I have my theories on Jesus. and uh, But, you know, when he walks into that market and sees that those bankers are, are loaning money at interest, and he kicks it over, and he goes, you can't. There's a, what's it called? What's that when you loan money at interest? Usury. Usury yeah. Right? Now look at where the world is right now. We are completely oh, in debt to yeah. to uh, usury. There is a reason why that happened. And I think it's important. So I just want to end on two things, Rob. I don't want to keep sure. much longer. Uh, let's get back to a classic. The moon. Uh, yeah, dude. I love talking about the moon. I have my own theories about the moon. I think Pac-Man's mm. about the moon, the video game. Uh, I think the moon is an energy collector. What are your thoughts? Well, I've done a lot of, probably I've researched the moon more than almost anything else. And I've talked to a bunch of people who were allegedly in the room when the, these, um, you know, Apollo missions took off and all of that stuff. And um, I, I think the sig- most significant part I would like to explain about the moon is more just when you do a dig on what the scientists are saying about the moon and even the data that we have at our disposal about what the moon is comprised of like the, the metal that's underneath the, the, the moon dust, whatever you want to call it. Nothing makes sense. And I mean, think about it, even starting with this point, which is why, why, how is it possible that a moon that just happened to be around the earth is the exact same size as the sun when there is a total eclipse that exact size 
that's very, very precise when we're talking about sizes in space. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's funny. Normal. If it was if it was something that we had made, like we found from a civilization from you know a thousand years ago, if we saw like a rock on a horizon and it was perfectly the same size, we'd say, "Oh, someone designed that to be the exact same size right, as the sun." Right, 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 right. I mean, that's what we give credit to Stonehenge all the time because the alignment of the stones, you know. That's well, and right, so that's the size, like the mathematics around the moon. Looking into the data around the moon is very, very, very weird. But, you know, this this one thing I keep coming back to is, you know, on the Apollo 12 mission to the moon, they actually set up seismometers. They intentionally crashed their lunar module and it created an impact equivalent to about 100 tons of TNT or about 1,006 of dynamite. Shock waves built up for eight minutes and the moon rang like a bell and the reverb lasted for a half hour. What does that tell you? Something's happening here. Yeah. So what rings like a bell except something that's like, or that has, yeah, or something like that, right? Where there's enough of it to create that kind of reverb. You know, and then a lot of people will be like, well, there's no sound in space. Are you like, obviously they set up seismometers. They were, they were tracking the reverb right from the seismometers, but that entire thing, you know, now the, the, the moon surface, that metal is made up of more titanium than they'll find on anything in in the earth more, you know, how like how hard it is to get that much titanium, that much of a titanium rich metal. That is a very, very, very hard thing to do. Yeah, and the depth of all the mountains and all that stuff are all the exact same yeah. number, which means that nothing dips too low. They yes. all dip the exact same. Craters that are that big should have, craters that are that wide should have should have a depth of like, many 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 miles yes many miles yes and it's four miles deep that's it yeah i don't buy nasa started by nazis nashas to deceive it's it's all there it's just what the biggest problem we as conspiracy theorists have is that all of our loved ones and all of our friends and all of our co-workers have convinced themselves that they have a really good bullshit meter and they got fooled and they refuse to admit that this got past them, and they think it's like, it's like, it's like, it's it, it, they just they they think it's exotic. Yeah, Rogan talk about it all the time. He's like, you know, not you get that everything's conspiracy. Well, if you just started that, just started something, and then move either up or down, and you just see there's a conspiracy the whole way on everything. Your well, food, and, yeah, go on. Uh, it, yeah, and it's like that's the thing. What is it? I think people have forgotten. What does a conspiracy mean? It means that more than one person planning something probably that will benefit themselves and not benefit other people. It's, yeah. That's what human beings do, guys. Yeah, they conspire. They, they, they plan stuff together. And even if it's in, you know, an office somewhere, if it's going to harm, if it could potentially harm other people and they're not telling you that or they're over conveniently overlooking that, well, then that's not good. Yeah, that I could agree. happen. That happens often. Rob, I have one last question for you. And yeah, I asked this Whitney at the beginning of her episode, but I want to ask you at the end. When we ever talk to people who are, uh, you know, 
not into conspiracies and we try to explain we're like well what they want and they're like well who's they who's they in your opinion who is they I mean, I think the easiest way that I would explain this to people that didn't know what I know, because like I've been researching this for way too long, is I would be like, well, if you if let's just follow the money who like and, and just it all goes up. It's very easy to explain once you start getting into the WEF, BlackRock, Vanguard, all of that stuff and how all of those ESG scores are rolled out, what the 2030 agenda is and how all, like just look at that stuff, how it's organized and then when you say they, well, obviously what we're talking about are people that are controlling, they're controlling these agendas. They're controlling these organizations to, to make certain moves at certain times. And you don't know who any of those people are. You don't know what's on their mind. You're potentially blindly trusting people that could not have your best interests involved. And I don't think that that's a smart or wise thing to do. Maybe the difference between me and you is that you seem to trust the government more than I do. And then they, they have a really hard time with that one. Yeah. Right away, they're like, oh, I, no, I don't trust the government. And they're like, okay, then we're on the same page, right? Yeah. And then, and then they have to come to grips with their hypocrisy, right? It's like, you know, they, uh, they, they're mad at, you know, they don't want guns, but they want the cops to have guns. It's like, pick your, pick your, pick your yeah. poison. Oh, we shouldn't have guns. Only cops Dude, should have guns. But then you just one say of my cops friends, are violent. Sam, one of my friends is like a, is a, is like a, a Navy SEAL. And he, he has his own, now that he's retired, he has his own, um, you know, security service. Do you know who hires him for his security? Who? It's like Apple, like the big corporations. <laughs> and why are they doing that? It's because their people are getting like attacked when they come out of the, of the subway. And, and if it wasn't for the Navy SEAL guy or some of these police officers that are trained, people would lose their minds. Yep. 100%. 100%. Come on, like use your heads. This is what I'm talking about. People, people, wow, it's amazing how sheepish people have gotten. It wasn't like this in the 90s. You remember, we were there, you it's, know? It's just so like when they go, you know, it's like, oh, you got to have a vaccine, but then my body, my choice. You're like, what are you talking about? Dude? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Get your head out of your ass, bro. What are you talking about? How, how is it? And, and you know what's crazy is how they did that was really just like fear. People are so attached to what science says. I mean, they just banded the emergency COVID thing in L.A. like two, like two couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And in New York, they, they are like the police officers now are complaining a lot because people are, are in masks are going in and holding it up. They're holding these places up. And, and they're trying to ban masks now. And it's like, what the heck just happened? Uh, how about, uh, uh, what's the tennis player, Jokic? Djokovic, yeah. Don't you, he can't come in to the United States. Yeah. I, mean, no, back to I mean, before COVID, tell me if you could have gone into a bank with the mask on. No. No. No, good fucking luck. They would all duck. Yeah. You no, of course you. they would. And, now, and then at would. one point you had to go in there with the mask feeling like a fucking armed robber. Oh, we're just yeah, and then living. you had to like pull it down for them to look at your face and check your ID and then put it back up. Yeah, so stupid. It's just so crazy, dude. Well, Rob, I love talking to you. I feel like we, we're screaming at each other in agreement, which is my favorite kind of shows. <laughs> I'm very thankful for you to come on. One more time, uh, tell them where they can find you. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't um, followed yet, go check me out um, at, 
at metaphysical show on Instagram. And please come over if you can support our work, um, come over to rise.tv. We've got like so many videos on the craziest rabbit holes, really solid research on this stuff that you can, you can take to the bank with you. Um, so really appreciate that. (laughs) That's how nice your website is. I feel like I'm on Netflix. Yeah. That's what we're, I mean, what's what we're going for is like, you know, and what we want to do is if we can make, you know, rise TV big enough, we want to start bringing creators on like you just so that we have a place, a home that we can go to where we're tempt me with a good time and stuff. I'm there, dude. Whenever you need me, brother. Rob, love that. Much love to you. Thank you so much for spending two hours with us. Well, I love talking to you again. You, Ben, are doing such great work out there, and it's always an honor to have you on. So thanks for coming on. Uh, someday I hope to meet you in person if I'm on the Absolutely. East Coast. Love the powwow, grab dinner, do something. Somehow meet up and do something fun. I don't know if you guys are still doing your live events. You doing any live shows yet? I know and you guys are doing Currently some we're trying to recover from all of the censorship, but once we get our act together uh, enough, we're going to be having more events and you're going to be the first guy I call for sure. All right, buddy. Uh, thank you, dude. Anything I can do to help you guys. You guys are class acts and I appreciate you. Uh, we love you guys very much. Thank you so much, Rob, for coming on. Take care, buddy. Thank you, guys. Please stay tuned after these promos for a clip from the latest Broken Simulation. All right, guys, real quick before we're done, we want to tell you about all of our affiliates. It's a great way to support the show. Uh, As you know, uh, fiat money is chaos. Okay, fractional reserve banking, dangerous. The best way to get out of it is precious metals, in particular, silver and gold, silver and gold. And that's why we're working at Wise Wolf, okay? Wise Wolf, silver and gold. Just go to samtriplee.com or samtriplee.gold, and you can join. And uh, the, he's hooking you up. They got great pro. They, you can either buy a single time or you can sign up for their program where you can buy up to $500 a month. I'm doing it. I hope you can, too. We also have... Everybody at Eagle Research, that's right, Eagle Research, AquaCure Mobile Model AC50 Brown Gas, Hydrogen Brown Gas. Uh, The guy who makes it says it's secure. People are using it. Check it out. Just go there, use the, the, the promo code Tin foil hat, three words, and get a discount. Go back to the main page, Sam Tripoli. You will get, uh, yeah, you get a discount with the promo code TINFOIL. And then our good friends over at HaleyRayCrystalShop.com. Go to the, the promo code is Swarm15. Swarm 15, 15, get 15% off all your crystals, all your quartz, all uh, you name it. What do we got here? Look at all this stuff. All this stuff. All the best. You can do it right there. It's all part of the best crystal shop on the internet. Jewels, bracelets, clusters, you name it. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Candles. You name it. You got it. Swarm 15. Thank you for supporting the show. We love you. And uh, thank you so much for your support. Here's a clip from the latest Broken Sim. Biden went to Ukraine, and when he was there, there were sirens blaring uh you know uh bomb bomb sirens bo- raid air raid sirens and this is this was cnn's report on it just kind of blew up his spot here. um i've been here for the past five days i have not heard any explosions i have not heard any air sirens until about half an hour ago right when uh president biden was in the center of kiev as, as clarissa was was just mentioned so that's just i mean that's so clearly just to make him look like a badass walking through. Oh, there's air raid sirens going around. Yeah, I, and it doesn't even do no, it. No, it does. Nobody's like, well, that's badass. Because he can barely walk. That's badass. You remember when? Do you remember Pat Boone? 
the, 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 the singer, the musician. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that late in his life he went through this weird phase where he thought he could like connect with the kids, so he went to like a goth leather daddy look. No, no. Can you look at Pat Boone okay. goth daddy? Oh yeah, this thing. Yeah, where he would show up to places like this. What on earth? And he was like, look how cool I am. You're like, no. And like they they told him, like, it's just like when you have no clue what people think is cool, this is what you do. Yeah. This is the equivalent of, of them playing sirens as he walks to the red dot. Yeah, which which I don't I mean, I the only thing I can guess is the reason for that is uh that makes any sense to me, is that that's where they had the camera set up. But here's the other thing. Did you know that the air raid warnings in in uh, Kiev and Ukraine are voiced by Mark Hamill of Star Wars, Luke Skywalker? They're like, you should get to the uh, nearest shelter. Shut up, Johnny. Isn't that crazy? Shut that, up. Hold on, I'll, I'll play them for you. Hold on, just they so. got an actor doing voiceover work for their like, is air there raid. Anything about this war that's, that's real? real? Yeah, nothing. Hold on, uh, air raid. So, so basically. Burt Kreischer's dad in his movie is doing Let's the voice. Yeah. Let's see if this is it. I don't This might not be it. Attention. Yeah, Air is raid it. alert. Proceed to the nearest shelter. Don't be careless. Your overconfidence is your weakness. That's from Star Wars. Attention. Air raid alert. Proceed to the nearest shelter. Don't be careless. Your overconfidence. So he voices the English language is version. Ver- is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Oh, you told me it was from Star... That's a real thing in the Ukraine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying... No, what that quote, he said, your overconfidence is your weakness. That's a quote from Star Wars. But that's a real thing in the Ukraine. Yeah. Hold on. Him. But is that... That's it, yeah. That's being said? Yes. In yes. the Ukraine? In the English language version of the app that gives you air raid warnings. It's voiced by Mark Hamill, the actor. And that's what he's saying. And that's what he says. Your weakness. Yeah, your is overconfidence your... is your weakness. Get to the shelter. Yeah. Johnny. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Like, does... He volunteered to do it, apparently, is what I'm told. But Listen, I'm going to tell you something, dude. And this is my Crazy. real opinion. If you are more concerned about the Ukraine than you are, and this is not, I, want, I wish you people peace i wish it wasn't happening but nato and the u.s government and 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 the u.s military industrial complex and the wef and these globalists have all put your country in a bad place we, we, we go deep homeboy Aaron, open your mind drink from the fountain of knowledge there's lizard people everywhere that's some interdimensional shit Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, tin foil hack, tin foil hack, tin foil hack.